Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger. It's yet another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one from Monday, the week before Christmas, December 17th, 2023. And they're back. They are so back. You can admit it. I'll admit it. We all worried about the Lions. Hadn't played great football in about seven weeks. I think we all started to wonder if they were capable of being the team that they were the first six weeks. Then the Denver Broncos come to town. A team that had won 6-7 of seven and 7-10 seven of 10 and was the hottest team in all of football. And what happened? The Lions kicked the shit out of them. Like, they really did. It was the performance that we've been waiting for for two months. It was the performance that got us all back on the bandwagon. Whether you would admit it or not, and you probably won't, and that's okay, but I will. I think we all downgraded Detroit. They went from a team that could get the one seed, that could go to the Super Bowl, to, dude, I just hope they win the division. And maybe that's all they'll do. Because after the 42-17 whopping of the Denver Broncos on Saturday night in downtown Detroit at Ford Field, the Lions would have to go pure SOL to blow the division. By the time you see this podcast, the Lions might have already clinched a playoff spot. Probably not because the Rams are winning, but still. Later on tonight, Seattle's going to play Philly. Loses, Lions are in the playoffs for the first time since 2016. So, boom, check that off the list, all right? But we did go from, like, hey, they could go to the Super Bowl, too. I I just hope they make the playoffs. I just hope they win the division. I just want a playoff game. But what they did on Saturday night just told everybody, I think, in the entire world that they're back. Or maybe they never left. Or maybe they've been listening to us because they changed a bunch of stuff. And man, did they kick the crap out of the Denver Broncos. And if they play like they did on Saturday, they can beat anybody. They really can. They can beat the Niners. They could beat the Cowboys. They could beat the Eagles. They could go to the Super Bowl if they play like that. And seeing how they played on Saturday shows you that they're capable of playing like that. That was the one thing I worried about. Could the Lions mimic who they were in the first six weeks when they were blowing teams out by double digits, where the offense was the second best offense in the game, where the offensive line was blocking, where the defense was only giving up 19 a game. Could they get back to that team? And as week went on by week went on, I thought, no, they can't. Whether it was Baltimore or the Saints or even the Raiders, despite winning a lot of those games, they never looked the same. But on Saturday night, It was the same old Lions, but in a good way. The same old Lions from weeks one through six. They dominated the Broncos in every way, shape, or form. 
Where do you want to start? It was all great, with the exception of the start. Jared Goff, early on, did not look great. Didn't seem to have a great understanding of where his receivers were, a great view of the field. But man, did that change. Because I've told you this before. When the Lions have their full complement of offensive line help, and they did on Saturday, they had their starters in for only the fifth time all season long. God bless Frank Ragnow. Dude had meniscus surgery and still played a week later. Dude's a warrior. But the offensive line was just outstanding. And Jared Goff had all the time in the world. And I know we've been negative about Goff. If you want to sign him, if he's the future. One thing that is true. If you give Jared Goff time, he's going to shred you. He's going to thrash you. And that's what he did to Denver. To the tune of 24-34, 278, five touchdowns, was sacked twice, a rating of 134.6. He tied a career high for touchdown passes. He was awesome. And he got Amon Ross St. Brown back involved. Like, do you remember the last two weeks? Against the Saints? Against the Bears? Amon Ra was not the same dude. And Jared Goff made a point to tell the media, we got to get 14 back involved. Well, he was involved. Seven catches, 112 yards, one touchdown. But it wasn't just Amon Ra. Sam Laporta. Five catches, 56 yards, not one, not two, but three touchdowns, three touchdowns. Jamison Williams got the most targets of his pro career. Seven targets, four catches, 47 yards, and he made some nifty moves out there. And that's before you even get to the running backs. The combination of Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery read for 185. And I know the Denver Broncos have a really garbage rush D. And it showed Gibbs was breaking tackles left and right. Man, that guy's got some burst. Making moves and knows for the end zone. David Montgomery, 17 carries, 85 yards. Mr. So steady. That combination of running backs is going to get you somewhere in the postseason. Call me crazy, but I believe it. Jameer Gibbs also had a catching touch. Lions got five touchdowns out of their rookies. Laporta had three. Gibbs had two, and the Lions beat the living pulp out of the Denver Broncos. And they answered every question that you have. And I did the postgame show on Saturday night. I told you about this on Friday's podcast. I was worried that the Lions were going to lose, mainly because I had to do the Lions Network postgame show, something I had already been kicked off of years ago. I got another crack at it, and I just had this nightmare that the Lions were going to poop to bed, and then I had to trash them, and goodbye, post-game show, yet again. But people were angry at me in the post-game show because they claimed I flip-flopped because I did a show before the Lions game, and we talked about golf not being great. I did say the Lions were going to win, but when I came on the air after the game, I was fired up, as you should be fired up too, because what they showed you on Saturday night proves to you that there's so much more in the tank. That team had been gone for two months, and the offense put up 42. We worried about turnovers. Denver forced so many turnovers, the best in the game, and making sure you turn over the football. Not a single turnover for Detroit. So the streak continues. When the Lions don't turn over the football, they win. It's that simple.
when they turn over the football, they lose. In their four losses, a combination of 10 turnovers. When they win, they don't turn over the football. And they did not turn over the ball at all. So that was fantastic to see. The one strength of the Denver Broncos was not a strength at all. But how about the defense? Should we talk about the defense? Because the defense was just as impressive as the offense was. Listen, Saturday night, downtown Detroit, you knew the crowd was going to be jacked out of their minds, which they were. All right? You knew the Lions, if they had it in them, were going to come out after how they played in Chicago and they were going to let it out on the Denver Broncos. That's exactly what happened. We just wondered if they were still capable of it. I think they answered that question. We talked about how great the offense was, but let's talk about the defense. They held the Broncos to 17 points. Now, you know Denver isn't this great offensive team to begin with. That's okay. That's fine. But they were in Russell Wilson's face all freaking night. Russell Wilson on the night. 18 of 32, an 88.4 rating, just one touchdown, 223 in the air. Nothing impressive at all. And you want to know why he wasn't impressive? Because the Lions were great defensively. Furthermore, Aaron Glenn did exactly what you wanted him to do. He switched things up. Charles Harris back to the bench. Tracy Walker to the bench. And you're getting contributions from guys like Ify Malinfanwu, who was absolutely unbelievably great on Saturday night. Nine tackles, one sack, one tackle for a loss, two pass deflections, two quarterback hits. Lions defense had eight quarterback hits on Russell Wilson. They had two sacks on Russell Wilson. Alex Anzalone had 12 tackles. He was everywhere. Aiden Hutchinson. He had a pass deflection. He had a quarterback hit. I thought Josh Pascal played fantastic. He had a sack. He had a quarterback hit. Brian Branch had some hits as well. He had a pass deflection. He had a quarterback hit. They got contributions from guys that had not been playing. Kindle Vildor, one pass deflection, one quarterback hit. They switched things up. Jerry Jacobs played a little bit, but not that much time. And the defense found a way to get home on Russell Wilson. And they did a hell of a job with these corner blitzes, by the way. Aaron Glenn has been under pressure. People wonder if Aaron Glenn can do the job. Nobody's been impressed with the D.C. for the Lions. He called a hell of a game on Saturday night. They were doing these defensive back blitzes. Melon Fonwu had two quarterback hits on one. A forced fumble on one. Branch and Vildor also got to Russell Wilson, clearly impacting the pass on each play. Ify Melanfanwu, Brian Branch, Cam Sutton, Khalil Dorsey, Kindle Valdor. All at least one pass breakup. Most had several. Like, these are guys that weren't playing a whole heck of a lot. They went back to the basics. They put guys out there that deserved to be out there. And you know what? It freaking worked. And I don't know if it's going to be like this moving forward, but I'll say it again. If this Detroit Lions team plays like they played on Saturday night, you are a threat in the postseason. An absolute threat. I thought Bruce Irving looked good on the other side of Aiden Hutchinson. That was good to see. I thought Aiden was very active. 
And the blitzes were just outstanding. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be able to blitz every team. And I'm sure once other teams watch the tape of the Broncos game, they're going to be prepared for you sending the dogs. But you know what? It was great to see on Saturday night. And that's before we even get to Dan Campbell versus Sean Payton. How many times Dan Campbell say in an interview, Sean Payton's going to come in and try to embarrass us. Sean Payton embarrassed himself. I find it hard to believe that Sean Payton is Dan Campbell's mentor. See how many times that guy punted? Now, don't get me wrong. The Broncos probably were screwed. There was about three 50-50 plays at the goal line all went against Denver. For some reason or another, I don't know why Denver didn't challenge any of them at the goal line. I thought the Broncos scored a touchdown at least two times. No challenges. The officials didn't see it that way. I think we're good with it. And then for some reason or another, down 21, way deep in Detroit territory, Sean Payton decides to kick a field goal. You're kicking a field goal down 21? Huh? You're not challenging any of those questionable plays? What? Oh, and then by the way, you're going to be seen on TV going after your quarterback, Russell Wilson? Like, huh? Sean Payton also punted down 25. Why are you punting, Sean? I thought you're supposed to be like Dan or Dan was supposed to be like you. Dan Campbell outcoached Sean Payton. And then at the very end, they scored a late touchdown. Jared got to Sam Laporta to make it 42-17. So that was good to see as well. Ran it up a little bit. Now, I know they didn't run it up, but it kind of looked that way. And I want to believe they did. I do believe Sean Payton. Not all that impressive. Dan Campbell was probably saying Peyton's going to come in and try to embarrass us for himself and for his team. Because Sean Payton went all that impressive. Like, not at all. So good on Dan Campbell. Very impressive. Every facet worked. Have we talked about Ben Johnson? Ben Johnson's back too. Now, I don't know why the Lions pass five consecutive times in the first couple drives when the Broncos have such a poor rush defense. And yeah, the offense sure didn't look good in the first quarter, but when you score 42, isn't that really just kind of nitpicking a little bit? Everybody was back. It was great to see. And by the way, we talk about culture all the time, don't we? We talk about the culture thing. Dan Campbell now 24 games without a losing skid. I don't want to compare these guys to teams of the past, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because you know damn well in the past when a Lions team starts to slip, it slips, it slips, then it dies. This Lions team slipped and slipped and slipped and bounced back with the best performance of the year against one of the hottest teams in all of the NFL. How are you not fired up? You should be fired up. I'm fired up. I'm still fired up. I'm doing this podcast on Sunday, a day after the game. So what about you? Let me know. Now that you saw what you saw on Saturday night, aren't you convinced that this Lions team can do the special things we thought they could do in the first six weeks of the season? I am. The other thing, too, by the way, is the Lions still have a chance, people. If the Lions could find a way to get the two seed, that means they get two home playoff games. One in wildcard weekend and one the following weekend. If they get the three seed, more than likely they got to go on the road the following weekend. They just get one. There's still so much to play for. You're going to win the division. You're up three games. 
with three weeks to play. The only way you cough away the division is if Minnesota wins out. They got two against the Lions, of course, and one against Green Bay, who all of a sudden doesn't look good anymore. Can't believe we were worried about them. And the Lions would have to lose out. They would have to lose to Minnesota twice, and they would have to lose to Dallas in Dallas. But here's the deal, guys. Minnesota has Nick Mullins as their quarterback. They blew a 14-point lead on Saturday in the fourth quarter, helping the Lions immensely. So you know what? Lions aren't going to choke away the division. They're going to win the division. Lions could very easily get the two seed. Outside chance to get the one seed, but you feel the Niners are going to get that. And away we go. It's playoff time. You're going to get your first home playoff game in 30 years since 1993. And hopefully, you get the Los Angeles Rams. Because, by the way, it is trending that way. I'm doing this podcast on a Sunday at 6.06. But if you look at the playoff standings currently, I'll just do this very quickly. More than likely, let's say the Lions get the three seed. All right? San Francisco gets one, Dallas or Philly gets two, the Lions get three, which means the Lions play six. Currently, the Vikings are the sixth seed, but you will have beat the Vikings, so they're going to be out of the playoffs. Bye-bye, Minnesota. Los Angeles is going to be a team that will be in if they continue to win. And you got a chance to take on the Rams in the first round at Ford Field. Now, a lot can change. It's not in stone. Don't take it that way. But man, how great would that be? To cap off this season with a win over Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams? Oh. And then potentially, maybe another home game? If you're the two seed, if you're the three seed, maybe you got to go on the road somewhere. But you will have accomplished your goals. And then you'll be searching for more. So let me know. Are they back? Am I flip-flopping? Am I too dramatic yet again? I don't know how you watch that game on Saturday and say to yourself, anything but this team, when they play like that, they can beat anybody. And having that offensive line back is so massive. It's so huge. They get offensive line help for the remainder of the way, and I think this team can do special things. And I didn't think that before this game. So tell me what you think, comment section below. Now, instead of doing comments today, we'll do comments again tomorrow. And I will have more clarity of the playoff picture. And we'll talk about some Detroit Lions specifically. But a lot of you reached out to me. You know that my brother is a big Bronco fan. He went to the game on Saturday. And his day, by the way, started out fantastic. I wanted to share this with you instead of doing the comments. All right. So my brother got on the field. He had sideline passes, got hooked up on the Broncos' sideline. He was meeting players' wives. He was so happy. As Jim Leland said, he was happier than a hot hog in a cool mud puddle. I mean, my brother was so excited. And then one of his friends saw Sean Payton, the head coach of the Denver Broncos. He got Payton to come over and meet my brother. And look at this picture that my brother got to take. Look at that. Look at that. My bro met Sean Payton. This is before the game. Dave is so excited. Oh, my goodness. I was excited for him. But I, I wanted 
the Lions to win, and I wanted my brother to be miserable because he's a Broncos fan living in Metro Detroit his whole life who really hasn't stepped a foot in Colorado other than like three times, right? So, of course, I wanted the Lions to win so I could talk some shit to him. So here's how my brother's day progresses. We start with that picture, right? He meets Sean Payton. Look at that smile. Look how happy he is. Then we go to this picture. I think this was when the Lions were um, up by at least 20. Look at that picture. Not very happy, is he? And then how about this picture? There he is in the crowd. Totally upset. Does this make me a jerk for me enjoying him being miserable? I don't think so. I think that's brotherly love. I, I think that's what people do. So, hell of a day on Saturday. Lions win 10-4. and four. By the way, the quickest to 10 wins since 1970. They're going to the postseason. They're going to win the division. And who knows how far they can go. But after watching them on Saturday... The sky is the limit. It's so good to see them perform like they did. And I give all the credit in the world to that entire team, especially Dan Campbell. Again, no losing skids in 24 games. And when this team loses, all they do is respond with wins. Jared Goff says it's their superpower. And I would agree with him. So let me know what you think. Please, as always, follow the Daily Ticket. Rate the Daily Ticket. Review the Daily Ticket. We'll catch you tomorrow on a Tuesday. Holy smokes. That was fun Saturday night. By the way, one quick parting thought. I'm happy that the Lions win the division. I'm happy they're getting a home playoff game. But if I could have one more request, could we get a home playoff game on a Saturday night? Ford Field was extra special. That place was insane. I don't think anybody's beating the Lions if the playoff game is on a Saturday night and the entire offensive line is available to play and the defense continues to play like they played against the Broncos. Next up, Minnesota. Got to beat the Vikings. Go win and you win the division next week right before Christmas. Hell of a Christmas present. And then who knows? Maybe the last game of the season, Minnesota at Ford Field, you can rest some players. And get ready for the postseason. Hell, who knows? Maybe you get a break and the Niners lose somewhere along the way. And the Cowboys and the Eagles lose. And maybe you end up being the one seed. All I know is whether you believe that could happen or not, it's great that we can talk about it on the, what, fourth to last week of the season. So that's the Daily Ticket for today. We'll catch you tomorrow on a Tuesday. Thank you, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that game as much as I did. See ya.